Hey everyone, it's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 85 of We The Gamer Cast. It's hosted by WeTheNerdy.com, and it publishes on iTunes and Google Play every Monday. Thank you for listening and hitting subscribe. If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I usually have sweet hangs with strangers from the internet to talk about video games, but today is the last predictions day of E3. I am joined by some of the smartest people on the internet. I've got two recent graduates and Alex Van Aken, the most handsome of the bunch. <laughs> I've got two of the smartest wow. and then now I've got and and two. So two smart people. Let me, let me take my foot out of my mouth and then Alex and me. So how about that? <laughs> That's fine. I'm fine with that. So. A long time friend of the show, Seamus, you and I go back to the very beginning, to the Big Bang of of We The Gamer Cast. Episode 11 was the first time we did it in our new format. It's a long time ago, man. How are you doing? And let everybody know where they can find you on the internet. I am doing really, really good. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Seamus Mullins, S-E-A-M-U-S, the Mullins, uh, on Instagram, Mully2468, but I write for Prestart. Dot com, so you can find all my writing and stuff there. But no, um, yeah, I've been really, really good. It's good to be back on the GamerCast. I love it, man. I I have two questions for you. First has to do mm-hmm. with your recent graduation. So I'll start there. What what did you just graduate from? You're, you're living the dream. You're like ever since I started talking to you t- from the very beginning, you set out this path and you've you've got a recent accomplishment. Uh, so I graduated with a Bachelor of Media majoring in journalism at the University of Adelaide. I literally graduated like three, four weeks ago. Um, but so you're still two, hungover. Three weeks. Yeah, yes. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but the thing is, two to three weeks before that, I actually moved to Sydney, which is kind of a big jump from Adelaide here in Australia. Uh, but I moved to Sydney for a job. I work for Double Jump Communications, which is a video game and tech PR agency. So I've been working for them for like about a month and a half now. That is awesome, man. Congratulations. And one of the questions Thank I'm going to be asking everybody... What's your E3 tradition? I'm sure you told me this last year, but I'm just asking everybody. Got to be consistent. Um, usually I would just sit around with a bunch of friends. Like I'll probably be doing a lot of writing about it for press start oh, this year, go. so I'll probably I'll probably just be staying up all night just writing and having a lot of energy drinks. I'm looking forward to that. Nice. <laughs> The energy drinks sound like a great time. Um, <laughs> up next, Garrett Bland from episode 56, man. I have been looking forward to having you back on the show, and I I had a spot somewhere in one of these E3 predictions reserved for you. Other people were asking, like, sorry, guys, Garrett Bland already took your spot. I had to, I had to <laughs> shove him away. How are you doing, man? And where can people find you on the internet? Oh, I'm doing great, man. Just just chilling. Um, you can just follow me on Twitter at Bland725. Um, I'm not doing much anything else. I'm just... Your typical geek. I'm not much of a media podcast person. Just follow me on Twitter. I love it. Well, that, <laughs> I love it. So, what's your E3 like? What do you take time off work? I still haven't arranged for my days off. I'm not really sure if I can because I sort of told Chelsea I can't go to Regina with her right now because like I just took a month <laughs> off for the baby. But like maybe I could squeeze two days for E3. I'm not sure. Yeah. Where, where, so, uh, what's your plans? So uh, last year I, I did take a week off. Um, I work. Uh, at the lab at the university, but this year, I don't know if I can do that since I want to get certain things done, uh, before I head out. Uh, but hopefully I will catch most of the shows and hopefully I just normally sit in my room. I black out everyone and I just, <laughs> I just go to I the screen. I thought you were going to say you black out. Oh, no, <laughs> sit no, in like, your room and black out. out. Like, I black out my room. No, no, I just ignore everyone. 
and just just focus on the streams during each and day. light up some candles, put on some nice music. Exactly, I'm all about that, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think that's a, that's a usual tradition, but I think that that actually sounds really nice. That's kind of what I've got other than talking to you. This is my only outdoor exposure that there's actually people outside <laughs> of my house. I've got four dogs. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, it's just gonna be me. You have four dogs. Well, I've got three and I'm babysitting, like I'm dog sitting one because Chelsea's and mom. The kid and, well, well, Chelsea got the kid. I'm, I'm, the dogs are easy. <laughs> I can clean up dog poop and well, apparently throw up this morning. Uh, so there's that. Oh. Garrett. Tell me about your recent graduation as well, man. Congratulations are in order for you. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, last semester I graduated with a master's of science in environmental engineering. Uh, nice. So I take care of trees and, and stuff like that. Um, and then I'm heading up in the fall to Pittsburgh uh, studying for my PhD. Um, don't ask me why I'm doing it. I just want to continue forward with it. Um, I like research, so... There that you is go. the path. I love <laughs> that's so cool. It is so amazing, and I'm so impressed. And congratulate. That is not that's you know it's not a small task. And I it, what also is not a small task is where you have to describe to dumb people like us like what it is that you do. So you take care of trees. <laughs> There's no way like it's way more complicated than that. <laughs> right, so right. I thank you for for humoring <laughs> us with like. <laughs> If I go I way too in depth, this will be like a two-hour podcast just by itself. So That's true. I don't want to just get into that. <laughs> I know a bunch of retirees that are working at Home Depot who also take care of trees. So I think that you're a little more advanced <laughs> than that. <laughs> Alex Van Aken, uh, kind of funny What's best that? friend, future guest of this show in a more traditional sense. I have to tell you, Alex, I wanted to have you on this show purely based on your profile picture. Really? Just <laughs> the nice. smile and the excitement and the energy. I'm like... Alex is my dude. I need to have him on. <laughs> let's let's run through the gamut here. Where can people find you on the internet? What do you create, man? And uh, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, well, um, I guess Twitter is the first thing. You can find me at it's Van Aken, I T S V A N A K E N. I uh, I co-host a podcast called Pixel Pulse Radio, um, and we just recently merged with OKBeast.com. Congratulations, um, big deal, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, it's it's been awesome. We've been I guess it's been two weeks since we merged. But essentially, OK Beast is just a, a big website dedicated to covering games and culture. Um, we have podcasts, videos, articles. Um, really, you can go there. Go to youtube.com slash OK Beast. That's kind of that's kind of where you find me. It has been so awesome to see you guys grow and come together. I've been a big fan of Blessing for a while now. He was obviously on the show in a one-on-one mm-hmm. format, and then we did predictions as well. I just started subscribing to Anime Plus. Or a Plus, a- anime. A Plus anime, sorry. Um, no, you're good. Here it's brand new. Um, chug my coffee a little bit more so super cool stuff coming out of okay beast alex what's your what's your plans for e3 man are you gonna go like ride in the streets when when sony releases shenmue 3 coming out today i mean i feel like that's the only thing i can do if that happens (laughs) um no so actually i've been it's kind of a newer tradition but i live in colorado i'm from virginia the past two or three e3s my dad has visited me every e3 week and so I get to watch the the conferences with him. He's a big gamer. No way! Um, that's nice. amazing. Oh, that's that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. So I know. I think this time he can. He's only here for uh, Xbox and, and Bethesda. But I mean, we're still gonna watch those. And then I have to work most the majority of the week. Um, but essentially, I'm gonna be balancing my time between like watching live streams, like on my lunch breaks. Writing mm-hmm. stuff for OK Beast, uh, it's going to be a big juggling act. But, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the the weekend conferences where I can sit down and and watch them with my family. It's gonna it's gonna be an 
awesome time. That's sweet, man. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever reported on E3 before? Like, have you ever uh, delivered the news per se? Um, I did last E3, but not to the extent that I'm doing this year. Okay, so, so last you got E3, a test I just did run. kind of like podcast roundups. This year is uh, kind of more of a full, just frontal assault, of video podcast articles. You know, well, full we're trying credit. to do the whole thing. Totally, full credit to you and to Seamus because I gave it a shot very, very poorly. So, and I have a whole new respect for anybody who does where you have to. You just listen, they say it, and it's fleeting. There's no, like, what did they just say? Like, can I go check the internet? Like, you are creating the internet content for everybody else. So full credit, you got to get all the details right, like, right in that moment. And if you missed it, you're kind of effed. And so yeah, no pressure, but um, get it 100% right because we'll be checking. So I'll thank just, you. I'll just copy whatever Seamus posts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would do the same thing. Seamus was on a reactions or at reactions episode last year, and he came so organized. And I'm like, man, this is this is why this is your your job. Like, <laughs> your thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And for the episode where we're gonna take care of trees, Garrett is Garrett is right there. Okay, so just for anybody who hasn't <laughs> do, been listening to, do, it's funny though. I just want to say one thing. Oh, that's all right, Sean. Sorry, I'm I racing. just realized. Um, that this is gonna be the first year E3 is on where I have like a proper job. So I'm like, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna cover it. And I'm like, this is on during the week. This yes. Is, I'm, I'm gonna be doing this all night and then going to work. So I just realized that. So fun. Yeah. That, uh, uh, and so double, double your order of energy drinks. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm a big yeah. fan of those, man. They're really bad for me. And they like, they're, hor- they're horrible. <laughs> they, make, they make me sort of depressed, I think, too. I think they actually yeah, affect my mood. They're, lives. they're bad, but let's pick it up. We'll do five predictions and feel free to do any of the third parties. This is a bit of a catch-all. And for anybody who missed last week, I don't know what the hell you're doing, but all last week we had Monday we had Sony, Wednesday we had Xbox, and Friday we did Nintendo. Whole bunch of predictions, probably some of the funnest times I've ever had until today. And uh, we're going to do five predictions per person, all the third parties, whether they have a press conference or not. Um, just like awesome. just like before, we'll do the snake draft order, which obviously breaks my brain, and, and you guys are way smarter than me, so keep <laughs> me on track. Um, what else? Duplicates and partial points are allowed. We've got a few responses from listeners, and I totally forgot to remind people about it, so I'm not sure. Oh, we had a couple in like the last two minutes, so that's great. Thank you to Alejandro and Ricardo. That is tremendous. So we'll get, get a couple from the fans. If I don't break it over here, um, Seamus, why don't we go ahead and start with you, man? We'll do uh, we'll do round one with Mr. Mullins. Okay. Um, it's funny that you say that, like, oh, man, like, you were so prepared last time. Like, this time, I'm like, I am not prepared <laughs> for predictions. <laughs> Just setting everybody's expectations way up here. Seamus <laughs> like, shh. <laughs> but there's a couple, like, that I can forgive straight away, and there'll be more that come to mind, but... One in particular, and I'm sure like everyone here being like just a massive geek, Star Wars, EA, the one that Amy Hennig is working on, like Ugh. they showed like a tiny little snippet of whether it was just like rendered or a bit of gameplay last year's E3. But I'm so excited for it. I really hope it is just a third person action game, uh, similar to what 1313 was gonna be, but I don't know. We didn't know that much about 1313. But yeah, I I I think they will they will show a gameplay trailer, like a proper one for three to five minutes. They'll do a release date, which I think will be in the first quarter of 2018. Um, so 2018 is already looking, already looking good with Far Cry 5, and I reckon Star Wars will sit nicely in there. No idea what it will be called, but I think they'll definitely like gameplay release date 100%. 
So I love this prediction because I'm so excited to see what the heck they've been working on. And every time I hear more about the Star Wars projects they're going, I get more and more confused because it seems like all these different developers are working together. And is it the same project? Are they different projects? Is it 1313 <laughs> revived? All these different things. Yep. So I'm, I just want to get it all sorted out and, and see what's going yes, on. I also would love, like, you could, I mean, this is a great prediction. But you could just go balls out and just name it. And that, and like, and if you nailed it, I won't ask you to do that, but just imagine if you just like told us the name right now. And like, I don't even know where it would come from, but that would just be you, you would be the, the A plus predictor of all time. And you would earn a spot forever. That would be great. So Q1 2018. Um, okay. let, let me, okay. The fall of the Jedi. Let's go with that. The fall of, get... okay, I'll put, I won't count it, but we, we'll, we'll, we'll log it just so <laughs> in case, side like even if it has fall or Jedi or even the, I'll count it. I'll give, <laughs> I'll give yeah. it. would be interesting if it didn't involve Jedi at all though. Yeah, I was having this conversation with a couple of friends the other day about whether there'll be Jedi in it or not. And it's like, it's kind of hard not to because being, playing as Jedi is just awesome marketing wise. It's great. Like, it's just like Jedi. That's what, like, everyone I feel like recognizes best with Star Wars. But a lot of my favorite Star Wars, like, stories and even games previously have been games that aren't Jedi, where you're just like, is a clone trooper or something Mm -hmm. else. But, like, Mm -hmm. I I don't mind either way, really, just as long as, like, the story is compelling and interesting. And I think with Amy Hennig on board, and I'm sure there's a bunch of other awesome game designers and writers in there, like, They'll know what they're doing. I'm, I'm sure Disney and EA are putting a lot of time and effort and thought into this. Well, they're reading yeah. the market, definitely, and they are they are seeing that that there's a need for a Stardew Valley clone with Jar Jar Binks. So you want <laughs> to... Why don't, why don't you make Lord. games, Sean? <laughs> if you guys have been paying attention to this, like, I, I don't plan on winning. I don't know if uh, any of my... Actually, my third-party predictions are not too bad. They're, they're not as quite as ridiculous as Nintendo, which I just aggressively try to upset Bobby Pauls. Uh, so we'll move <laughs> on to to Garrett Blanche. Seamus, great first one. I know you're making up as you go, so good luck with the rest of them, because that's pretty that's a pretty tall order. Um, Garrett, go ahead, man. Well, unlike as Seamus, I, I prepared all of my predictions pretty oh, well okay. for the past Whoa. few weeks. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, okay. I'm going to start off with uh, Bethesda first. Um, there's a lot of predictable things that's going to happen in the conference, but I want to start off with uh, Dishonored 2 DLC will be announced. Um, and I think it's going to be a complete standalone, like you can play it without Dishonored 2. And it's going to be a spinoff character in between the timeline between Dishonored 1 and Dishonored 2. And Whoa, it's, that's awesome. And the time frame, I would say August to September this year. Oh, when it's I released. Like I thought you were calling like the time frame within the game. Of the, of the game. <laughs> oh, and the first no, line no, no, will say, the first line of dialogue is like, oh, <laughs> I like that prediction a lot. That's a like I'm a massive Dishonored fan, so I'm just like, yes, yes, please. And it makes sense, like they haven't released sale numbers, so I'm kind of a bit like, mm, maybe it wasn't that successful. I, I still felt like it would have done all right, um, but they did do heaps of DLC for Dishonored 1, so it wouldn't surprise me if they did a bunch for the sequel as well. Right, and Dishonored 2, it just seems like sometimes it's overwhelming for newcomers. I would think like a smaller standalone game would bring more people in. It's like, oh, hey, let me check out these other Dishonored games too to see if yeah. you can catch yeah, up on those sales. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like Bethesda's sort of found a nice little model for them for themselves with uh, 
with the Wolfenstein standalone DLC. I actually anticipate there being a Doom one. I predicted that on another show, and I hope I didn't take somebody else's uh, prediction there. And I think that that is, that's exactly it. It's, it's that Dishonored is sort of like maybe a little too much for some people in a smaller package, something that, that doesn't cost quite as much will, will invite people in. I actually think they got people going back to Wolfenstein that way. So mm-hmm. that, I love that prediction. Super, super specific, Garrett. I expect the exact yeah. same throughout the rest of the show. So thank you. That is great. You're welcome. Alex, <laughs> let's, let's kick things off with your first one, man. My first prediction for E3 is that Capybara Games, people behind Super Time Force. Yes. That they find, they show a below trailer and announce that it's available that day. Whatever, whatever, I'm not calling, I'm not calling the conference, but. But that is available for both PS4 and Xbox One. Um, so, so below was kind of this game that was supposed to be out already. Then it was put on hold, um, and it seems like maybe because they're they're working on a Cartoon Network game. Um, so it was originally just an Xbox game, but I have a feeling it's been a long time. They're going to come back and say it's multi-platform and it's available today. You know. That's great because it is something that like people are like, where is it? And basically anything other than very soon is going to seem kind of disappointing. Like they're going to have to announce a date no matter what. Yeah, I feel like if if they announce like three months from then, well, they're just going to be like, well, you've already delayed it, you know, three times. Yeah. Um, So I think it has to be pretty immediate. Fool me once. Mm. Oh, and I'd be so happy. Yeah, I'm, so I've been happy. keen for that for ages. I played it at PAX Oz 2015, so that was like mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, wow. and like, uh, it was funny oh actually. There's a little story there. I was playing it on the booth, and then I finished, stepped back to take a picture of the booth, and then the guy walked up. And he's like, "Are you done?" I was like, "Oh yeah, sure." And I sort of just sat there watching him for a bit, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, how's it going?" And he's just, like, "Yeah, cool. Who do you write for?" Because we were in on the show floor an hour before everyone else could, because media. And he's like, "Who do you write for?" Uh, OnlySinglePlay.com for me at the time. And then I'm like, "Who do you write for?" He's like, "Oh, IGN." And then I was like. Oh, I, I instantly recognized him at that point. He's Cam Shea, who works for IGN AU. <laughs> oh, no way. <laughs> and exchange business cards and all that stuff. So, yeah. I, would, I, was, I awesome. was thinking that maybe your, your story, and this is just my weird, how weird my brain works, that you, mm-hmm. you play below and you get through like whatever. Maybe it's a really difficult demo that they're giving everybody. And if you're able to beat it, they actually give you the release date and it's 2018. <laughs> That's what it was there the whole time for everybody. You just had to go That's scrounge amazing. it up. Um, okay, so I'm going to go ahead. I'll do the fans. We'll come back to me and then Alex because that's the way this thing works. And I think I'm doing that correctly. So I'm going to go cool. ahead. Uh, I, I'm going to have to take this up a notch because my, at first my prediction is pretty basic. I think 2K is teasing something pretty significant here. They're saying their fran- one of their big franchises is coming. And I think it's going to be Bioshock. And I think they're going to call it Bioshock Ooh. Rapture. And I could definitely see us going Ooh. kind of even further back in time where we, where we start to see things going like, absolutely insane where the splicers are happening and they're discovering all of the atom and like i want to go back there i i liked infinite quite a bit and but i actually like the combat in two so i'm kind of hoping that there's a blend of the crazy storytelling that happens in infinite where you know it's all sort of like linked up and maybe there's a connection that we can go from from rapture to all the way through infinite but i like the combat i want like big daddies are just so awesome and i want to go back to that world in the current gen like all the power that we've got with with 4k the 2k 4k game uh (laughs) and rapture is clearly like that was the thing i feel like that was missing for a lot of people like as soon as you got out of rapture it was going to be a stretch for for people to connect to to that bioshock in the same way so if bioshock is coming back for me it's got to go back to rapture and that's my that's my prediction. I think it's going to be a 2018 game. I'll actually I'll add that as well. 
Um, but just the, just a bit of a tease to say it's coming. Uh, I would love to see it at the Xbox conference because 2K doesn't have their own thing just because I really feel like Xbox needs a little, they little need something. something. They need something. And that's where Bioshock originated. Like back in the glory days of the 360, Bioshock was, was the exclusive there. People forget about that where third party exclusives happened and they were a big deal. Well, Sean, let's, let's say they're going to be showing a lot of Scorpio stuff. What if one of the main software they show off running on like high end on Scorpio is new Oof. Bioshock game? Dude, like, like that, that, that is the type awesome. of thing that, like, come true. yes. I don't know, Garrett, what do you think, man? Um, Bioshock, uh, Rapture, I, I, I'm not sure because I recently saw something from, I don't know if you, you follow him on Twitter, but oh, Daniel no. Ahmad, uh, at Zooge EX, he is a huge, um, oh, yep. business analyst, basically, in, mainly in the Asian market. And I remember he's, he was in an investors meeting and he said the Take Two Interactive, said they're not releasing any new products at E3. So I'm very cautious oh. of predicting a 2K game. Um, well, this is why you're smarter than me. No, no, no. I, I, I was thinking <laughs> about Borderlands 3 prediction. I really wanted Borderlands 3 to come up. Nah. Um, and I would think E3 would have been it. But I feel um, like I've also heard that too. And the reason I went with Bioshock instead is because they've sort of already said Bio- or Borderlands 3 was happening. But in a very yeah, yeah, way, so I'm not sure how to count it. Like, really, it, it very well could be Borderlands Three. I would love Bioshock Rapture, though. Um, again, that's one of my favorite games of all time. Um, experiencing that once again, and if I could do that, showcasing on the Xbox Scorpio, that would be a dream come true. I love that. We'll kick it over to the fans. Uh, Jace Baldridge at Jace Plays Games on Twitter. I'm a big fan of you, Jace. I'm sorry I couldn't have you on the show, man. Well, well, well. Maybe if one of these guys can't make it to the to the reaction shows, well, uh, that sounds awful too. God, I'm just my foot is just salty. Just too today. many friends, Sean. I know. I'm sorry, you know, God. Just, too popular. You're too God, lovable. This is blessing and a curse. This is this is my hell. This is my hell right now. This is <laughs> <sighs> sorry, Jace. Okay. Um, <laughs> says some of these are definitely going to happen sega dreamcast hdmi console release date uh we'll go over to <laughs> call of duty coming to switch with i which i agree with i have actually gone on the yeah. record saying that will happen yeah there's, there's rumors about that recently actually Report that would be huge. To you. it's because everybody <laughs> says it's not going to happen like you always have the opposite if you say something will happen on on nintendo it definitely will not and now that we've said that it won't that is what we should expect uh danganronpa on the switch uh, cuphead coming to switch probably not and all games coming to switch i'm so <laughs> glad i got to <laughs> oh, it's wonderful. pretty much where he's getting yeah mm-hmm. i think dreamcast also coming to switch i'll just throw in a six one for you chase that is that's hilarious i'm so glad i read read all of them uh we'll go back to me this is something that only i care about so you guys can just humor me for a quick second and i'll, I'll race back into uh getting to to Alex's prediction here. So uh, at EA, the EA I feel like is a tough one. They're gonna, they're probably gonna have some indie stuff come. Like a, like one, maybe we'll get an update on Fee or something like Unravel or something. Maybe even mm-hmm. Unravel yeah. too. Um, but so I was watching some of the earlier conferences, and it's so you know what you're gonna get pretty much. Like they're gonna run through their their franchises, especially with the sports. I'm gonna stick with an NHL 2018 prediction. This might be <laughs> a, a bit of a lob, yeah. Canadian predicting for NHL. I, I think it's I think it's going to get the journey treatment like FIFA got. So I'll link it back to something that the Europeans care about. Uh, okay. I really like the journey. Um, I think that that was that was actually I I looked at it and went like how cheesy is this? And I was shocked at how how well EA sort of adopted what has already been very successful with the Spike Lee stuff in in NBA. So I think that would yeah. be really great for for NHL. Uh, they actually dedicate 
you know, quite a bit to, to that series. They need something to shake it up, though. Uh, the last couple of years have been... At 2015, like, their entrance into this gen was pretty basic. And uh, ever since then, it gets... Ultimate Team has been okay. They need they need something like that. Uh, but probably not going to move the needle for any of you guys. So I will just go ahead and move on <laughs> to... <laughs> MHL was cool. I've never played it, See, but... And like, everybody I'd, says I'd it like that. MHL's cool. You're fine. Go have fun with your hockey game. If I live, if I live in Canada, I would play it 100. percent But and in Australia, I... you know, there's not that many ice rinks around. That's true. They just the entire rink just melts down. Not just the ice inside, exactly. like the building just <laughs> melts into itself. <laughs> I would play. Is it cricket or rugby? I guess I would play rugby. Are rugby games rugby? good? Yeah. Uh, there's a new one coming out that looks like <laughs> way better graphically yeah. than any of the others before. It would be the best-selling game in Australia for your three or four. Um, <laughs> a new AFL game just came out. AFL's our football, and that's been selling pretty well. So yeah, yeah. Doesn't it feel weird just to talk about something that's like a big deal, and then you got these Americans in here like, oh, they don't give a <laughs> shit about this. Like, God, I feel dumb right now. Hey, if it's any consolation, I played hockey as a kid. It is a uh, consolation. I didn't even play <laughs> hockey. So, yeah, I like hockey. I just don't play the video games. My parents had four kids. We can afford a hockey. That shit is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Alex, tell, tell people about something they actually care about. Oh, okay. Um, well, I don't know about that. Um, number two, I know they've already announced like their their lineup for E3, but I think Ubisoft has a surprise in store for us. Just and I think it's going to be a new Splinter Cell game. Um and I think I think the Splinter Cell game is going to be a callback to the Chaos Theory um, kind of style of play, um, the more methodical Splinter Cell games. And it's going to release in fall 2018. And Spies vs. Mercenaries, we're going to have an open beta available in September. What? These predictions are amazing. Alex, that is awesome. <laughs> well, I'm like, I realize I'm like my, the mo- I my <laughs> <laughs> like details details i don't leave enough lines for this <laughs> holy crap spies versus mercenaries that is holy cow why like, where does this come from are you just sitting on the toilet when this comes to you or what no i'm just a huge splinter cell fan who's hungry oh i like it i like it garrett have you played Splin- i'm not a, i'm not i i've always meant to get to it i've actually got uh, uh okay. double it was a double agent on the 360 yeah. i still yeah. remember paying 12 dollars for it on my for 360 and it's still in the package <laughs> And oh. still, so oh, wow. I gotta get to it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, Garrett, have you played those, man? No, I haven't. Um, Splinter Cell. I've seen some of my friends play it. It wasn't it like Blacklist or something. Sure. Like yeah, that? yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that. It looks really cool. I would like to get into it. Um, the only close I've gotten is that my aunt gave me Splinter Cell random game ripoff for the 3DS for Christmas one day, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, great, thanks. Um, and I returned it back a week later and got Mario Kart. Oh. I didn't tell her that, so it's okay. But I would love to play a new Splinter Cell if, if that's going to happen. I would definitely be into it. It looks cool. It's one it's of those series of the- that, that like, everybody is aware of, and I think if yeah. they just kind of like – it's all about the release date. If they find an opening and get everybody in, that could be huge for them. I agree. What Splinter about you, Cell is some of the best – sorry. I just – I got to get my love out. Please, please. No, I'm sorry. And, it is some of the best asymmetrical multiplayer. It is probably the best asymmetrical multiplayer around. Maybe maybe not quite the Left 4 Dead, but it's like right up there. Uh, essentially, Spies vs. Mercenaries is one team is like these decked out mercenaries with guns, and then the other team is spies, 
and all they have is non-lethal weapons. And so you're trying to knock out the big heavies and also hack their their terminals and stuff. It's 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 a lot of fun. Sorry, Where does go your, on. no, 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 please. I was, huh? I was just, I was just trying to spread the, like, let's dive in because I got to find it. Like what, where does your love start with, with Splinter Cell? Like, is it all the way back? Like this series goes, yeah. goes back a while, man. Yeah. It, uh, it was back on my, my grandfather and I used to play it on PC. What the in original. the world? Your family. <laughs> yeah. My family plays a lot of games. That's incredible. I love it. Um, I guess where I fell in love with it was on the original Xbox Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Um, it, it supported Xbox Live, and so that was enough for me. I, so I just mm-hmm. played dozens and dozens of hours of that multiplayer game. And, and the story is really great. I, I really like Chaos Theory and Double Agent. I think they're just strong campaigns. But I think the, the bread and butter for me is the Spies vs. Mercenaries, which is their unique multiplayer mode that uh, I haven't seen replicated in a game since. That would be it's essentially hide and seek. With uh, with killing, I guess, and, and hacking. Hide and but, seek with killing. Yeah, like, yeah, like the classic much. playground game. Just a yeah, little, exactly. <laughs> a little side murder on it. I love it. Okay, well, that that was great. Um, Garrett, I think you're next if, if my yeah, order is yeah, correct cool. here. Uh, I'm going to continue the Ubisoft train, um, even though they, they leaked choo, almost choo. pretty much everything now. Um, <laughs> I They need a new UBR game. Agreed. And it, it's been a while. And I think Child of Light 2 oh, yes. needs to be announced. <laughs> that was my game of the year 2014. Same. And it's it's so good. Um, I want it announced. Um, I want it out probably spring 2018. It's going to be with the same director, but it's going to be with a different studio. Because Ubisoft Montreal um, developed it back in the day. I don't think they'll have time to make a second one. So I think they're going to just kind of... Almost outsource it, and I'm fine with that. Man, I'm loving these predictions because there's Me just so too. many games I haven't thought about in ages. Like Splinter Cell is a really good example where we haven't mm-hmm. seen it for a few years. Uh, Bioshock, like you said before, Sean, like, like it's been four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, UB Art Game, it's been a few years now. It's just like, yeah, these are things where it's like it should be coming back around. And I just haven't thought about. It. And it's like, man, NHL. Like, NHL. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> and, like, Ubisoft just have like so many properties. They can just like dip into whatever they want. It's just like beyond yeah. good and evil too. Like they're apparently going to be announcing that officially and showing off stuff for that later this year. And it's like, I think if they come up with like Splinter Cell as well and the UBR game, like, yeah, like they have the enough studios to be able to do that. Like, yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited. Like, well, and shout out know. to, shout out to Blessing because I was listening to his show, uh, on OKBs. I was listening to that show and, and hearing him kind of like, he was reflecting, I think, on the general sort of perspective on Ubisoft, which is not a hugely positive one. Like when people hear the word Ubisoft, like they don't think great games. And then right. as he started to dive into it, and I agree with him, like, wait a minute, they are great. Like Ubisoft makes yeah, amazing games, fantastic. but I don't know what it is. It's just like this. I don't, maybe it's because of French. Maybe that's the whole thing. <laughs> but like they, they make, they've got they've got massive properties and we should be very excited to see what they're going to give us next like there's yes. it's just maybe easy to hate on them so yeah man I, i'm i'm pumped about this ubisoft child of light holy crap that's great yeah, i man. wasn't sure like if that was going to be like a one-off or not but but garrett i like your yeah i like your prediction man that's awesome well, thank you seamus what do you what have you made up in the last you, you've had a little while you've got a you got a fortuitous yeah spot well like in the all these now. ideas are coming to mind now it's just like ridiculous no um like I've got I've got a couple to get back to Bethesda and I think this is kinda of, like this is a guarantee, but it's just a series that I'm really into now. 
um, but seeing a sequel to Wolfenstein, the new order and the old blood DLC, um, like that's, it's definitely going to be happening. Like hundred percent. It was really successful and they like teased it, um, during the EP comments last year. But like Wolfenstein, the new order was just so damn good. Like mm-hmm. the game mechanics were just so I much. I still haven't played it. Alex, oh, man. It's, it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so I know. good. I know. It's just, it's fun. Uh, the mechanics are just, just like sliding around corners, dual wielding snipers, <laughs> and like throwing punches and just like fighting like mechs and i love alternative history so wolfenstein is just like and i think wolfenstein newer is one of the best alternative history video games ever made like they just build up the world so well wow. and the story yeah, is really good there's a hub world where like you go back after missions and you can interact with characters and there's secret paths to be found and similar to like right. arcane games like level design like there's generally a couple of different routes it is quite linear but sometimes just like little vents here and there that you can explore it was just which is so damn good. And, like, at the end of New Order, spoiler, but not really at the same time, it's like they kind of do well against the Nazis, but they haven't, like, taken back the world. So I feel like there's, like, there could be a whole campaign there of, like, taking back the world a bit by bit, a big sort of revolution. That sounds happening. awesome. Like, yeah. Like, I, I'm so down for it. I'm so excited. Release date. Um, the thing is, Bethesda don't have a lot coming up uh, for the rest of this year. Like they've got Morrowind DLC for ESO. Um, I think that's one of the main things. Um, the Quake <laughs> Champions coming as well, but that's a bit different. Um, whether they won't have two FPSs coming out at the same time, so I'll probably say they'll push Wolfenstein to first, second quarter next year, just because they want to put a lot of focus on uh, Quake Champions this year. So Wolfenstein, sorry, next year, quarter one, quarter two. I love this, and just to echo your sentiments on the game, like, I was playing, I, I loved Doom last year, and I've just been recently playing the original, like, the 1992 or whatever it was. That and was before those, I was born. Oh, God. And I was too young to be playing them. And, like, just looking at those games, like, in Wolfenstein, the original Wolfenstein 3D, like, you're stabbing German shepherds in the face with a knife, and I'm, like, six <laughs> years old doing this. Like, what were my parents even thinking? And you get chainsaws with the monsters in Doom. And, like, the... the the reason I bring this up is because I think that Bethesda and the studios working on these games have done such an incredible job at identifying what made those games unique and special and like what was their true DNA. And they've, they've translated that into new and modern games to, to these, like they've tried to do this before. Like with Doom 3, I just, they got so far away with what Doom was and they found some sort of magic sauce to bring these old games back. And make them exciting and accessible. And again, they're still like you look at Wolfenstein, and that is that is what Wolfenstein is. It's just it's just mm-hmm. new. And to your to your point about um, alternate history things like that, I look at maybe like Resistance, and this is what I would wanted mm-hmm. Resistance to be. And if Sony were ever to go back to that, well, they could definitely pick up a few cues from from Wolfenstein. It just feels oh, a little I bit more love, kinetic. I love Resistance. It's, it's so good, good, but it's just not like. It's it's very good, but it's not great. It's very good, Sean. And Somiak are very, very good developers. <laughs> so keep us fire, man. All right, I won't throw too much shade there. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll go to the we'll go to the fans for a second. Seamus will give you a second to make up another one. And I and I also just want to show a uh, shout out to Brock McLaughlin who did the exact same thing. So you're you're fine. Uh, cool. Mitch Power at Mitch Power eleven sixteen. He says we have some time here. We're gonna go through go through a couple of these. He says EA announces Skate Four is in development. That would actually be pretty great. Uh, yeah. Ubisoft has yeah. at least three sit down interviews during their conference. <laughs> 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 Wait, this is EA? 
Ubisoft has three sit Oh, Ubisoft. <laughs> oh, goodness. No. Not yeah, two again. Two this time. I love the over-under. That is hilarious. It, like, for them not to learn from last year, it would just be so French of them. That would be great. Like, this is the way that we do things. This is <laughs> how we do Let's cross the Russia this time, and then London, and then Sydney. Oh, no, that was EA. <laughs> that was EA. <laughs> that was EA. But my point stands. And now we're, we got our EA conference from the moon. Uh, you... <laughs> He says Ubisoft announces a Far Cry 5 limited edition bundle and something that has an American flag on it. I'm not sure. He may have, I hid the, the date stamp on this. So I can't go back. Uh, he may have sent that in before the Far Cry thing happened. Uh, EA shows off Madden and FIFA extensively, but barely mentions NHL. How did you even know I was going to say that, Mitch? Like, you're just, <laughs> get, out of, get out of my brain. Uh, and then his last prediction, EA will have two big athletes on the stage. Let's just get sumo wrestlers up there. Like, let me yeah. physically, <laughs> physically big. Okay, Seamus, uh, let's go to you. And by the way, fans, you guys are being, um, scored just like the rest of us. So I'm going to go through and, and mark you, awesome. mark you down as correct and stuff. I don't know why I've promised to do that because like I've got like 70 predictions oh, to go through. It's going to be insane. <laughs> I'll have like, maybe a quiet time at work. I can go through good times, good, good times. times. Seamus, man, what do you got for us for, for round three um, here? I, I feel like a lot of mine are very safe because uh, I've had Star Wars so far. Like, that's definitely going to happen Wolfenstein. Um, and this one I feel like is another pretty safe one, but from a different publisher. So Square Enix, um, King of Hearts 3. They didn't actually show that, I don't think, really at E3 last year. So And it's been so friggin' long. They're going to show another gameplay trailer with like another cool world. I don't know, like... Frozen or something dumb, and then again be like, "Here's a release date." And do you want? Let's let's go with mm, December this year for Kingdom Hearts free release date. Let's go with that because it's like it's just been so damn long. It seems like a December game. Like they would do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's like it's enough time to really market it. Um, if they follow suit, that what Ubisoft is doing, like. Ubisoft was doing so many dumb things with their marketing. Like Watch Dogs, the original was like three years after they announced it. Uh, Watch Dogs two, like six months turnaround, similar to Bethesda. So hopefully Square Enix learned from that. I don't have high hopes, but you never know. Um, and on a side note, just because I don't want to go back to Square Enix later, uh, Final Fantasy seven part one to come out first quarter twenty eighteen. You're gonna, oh, wow. the notes, you're gonna put, the you're gonna put that all in the same in the same prediction. Yeah, that's all in the same thing. Like, <laughs> okay, which wow. quarter? Uh, quarter one, twenty eighteen for part one, Fantasy <laughs> Seven remake. That okay, actually the, looks really cool. The best thing about the square about predicting for Square Enix is that you could be a hundred percent right about what they're gonna announce. And then, like, what actually will happen will be totally wrong. And even on that note, like, you could say Kingdom Hearts. They'll say it's going to be available today. And then later on in the day, like, eh, December. Like, <laughs> they could go that far. And I love, I don't think Final Fantasy is, is anywhere ready. And this, it's funny because it will never backfire on Sony. Like, they were the one to announce it. They got all the credit oh, in the world. Yeah. And yeah. now that it's like, it's this nightmare of development. Nobody's looking at, yeah, it's all Square's fault. Sony, Sony's fine. And, and, and those types of announcements will continue. But anyway, that's a whole other, that's, I've got a little sore spot for, for all no, of No, I think that's a really good point. Like, Sony takes so much just like, yeah, um, we're actually not developing this, and it was a Kickstarter, and well, yep, like, yeah, else. with Shenmue 3, <laughs> they announced everybody's like, go Sony, you guys are the best, Sony, and then people yeah. are like, wait a minute. Why are you guys doing a Kickstarter if you're getting funded like this? Like, and it's like Sony's in so many questions. <laughs> but, I, but Xbox better not do a timed exclusive for, for Lara Croft for Tomb oh, Raider. Like, uh, cause that's just not cool. 
Anyway, uh, the hypocrisy on the internet. That could be a whole other... <laughs> if I did a topical show, that would be a three-part series. Um, I love it. <laughs> Garrett, what do you got next, man, for round three here? Okay, I'm going to go the exact opposite against Seamus. And I'm going to say for Square Enix, there will, uh, there will be absolutely no update about Kingdom Hearts 3. Wow. No trailer, no screenshot, nothing. Show oh, they cancel at E3. They sell the right. No, they're going to high edit. Yay! <laughs> it's just you want to talk about riots. Like... And if anyone asks them about <laughs> Kingdom Hearts three, they'll say we do not have any update for you at this time. That's we will amazing. give you an update as soon as we have the information. And yeah. I think because well, here's the thing with Final Fantasy fifteen, they did their own special event, and I think they need to do their own special event with Kingdom Hearts three as well. It's been a while since uh, the last core game, Kingdom Hearts 2, came out on PS2. And I think showing it more updates at E3 will just, just create more of a sore spot than anything else. Um, I haven't played the Kingdom Hearts games, actually. I would like to go back to them. But um, I'm just saying, I really don't think Kingdom Hearts 3 will be shown this E3. And I'm very sorry. I, I am a couple minds about it. Either going to sell it, or they're going to announce it. Like, they're going to do something uh-huh. with this damn series. Like, it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> See, that's what the rational person says. This is Square Enix, and I have a feeling they could just yeah. give another update with, like, no real date or very nebulous. Like, they'll just say, like, Kingdom Hearts 3, right. 2019. It's been, it's been so freaking long. They Maybe. Have to, uh, oh, yeah, it, riot. And in terms of upsetting people, like, they don't care. It's been so no. long. It's such a joke now. Like we'll they could they could announce two point nine is coming in between now and three, <laughs> and people will be like, oh, and people I love will it. buy it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, people will buy it. That's the interesting thing, Alex. Are you are you in on the Kingdom Hearts? Because I tried to get it on the three DS one. Apparently, that's not the correct one to do that. And I've yeah, I sort of just like yeah. bounced off of its ecosystem. Like I just sort of I, I couldn't get into it. So I've played one and two, um, didn't beat either of them. I just wouldn't, wanted to explore the worlds. Yeah. Um, but I'm excited for Kingdom Hearts. I'm just more curious about it more than anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, just all the spectacle and fanfare around that series. Um, and especially now, and I feel like that, that spectacle has been just amplified just to the umpteenth degree uh, by Square. Mm-hmm. I just, wa- I just want to see it in action. You know, even if it's just, even if it's not my thing, I'm just. They've got my curiosity. They have my attention. I just, I just want to see it. Maybe they're just adding new Disney franchises as they go. Like maybe it's just like yeah, but Frozen and Moana's in there. They're like, wait a minute, that looks really cool. Let's let's. Actually, they probably could do something where, like, in a year after its its release, or maybe even just six months, they'll look at Chapter Thirteen and go, like, you know what? We're gonna change that. We're gonna put Moana <laughs> instead. It'll just be totally, totally different. Everybody who bought it first, sorry, you got the wrong version. I didn't even think mm-hmm. about it, but I feel like Kingdom Hearts is like ripe for like DLC. Um, right. If they can oh get my it god, out. yes. Can you imagine? Yeah. That'd That's be not incredible. really a thing, is it? I, I actually have no idea. Know. I'm totally oblivious to the Kingdom Hearts stuff. I don't think there's DLC really. Uh, Did DLC exist really. on the last Kingdom Hearts game? I don't is think so, but I feel like waiting? now would be the time. Like, too, so. yeah. yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Good God, like that—that's a thing. I say that jokingly, but like it might—it didn't really exist. DLC no. didn't exist. No. What the frick, Kingdom Hearts? Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, I I like that because I I did a similar prediction on Metroid that it was we're not going to see it. So I like I like your setting people's expectations, there, Garrett. Just trying to keep it tempered. <laughs> Alex, what what do you got next, dude? Um, number three from software, uh, comes out onto the, the, the Sony stage. 
and announces a new retro future slash like neon steampunk Dark Souls style game. So they're going to go total opposite, total, totally different color palette, totally different world. But it's going to be that Dark Souls tough gameplay just set in like a, a weird like neon retro future kind of game. And sorry, it's a new IP. I wrote words that I've never written before. Just now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I threw adjectives out there. Uh, yeah, new IP. So I've got kind of from the whole Blade Runner aesthetic, retro future neo steampunk new IP. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's awesome, threw, that, Sean. I, just I will threw be words down for that, there. dude. That's, I want it to be bright and colorful, but Dark Souls. So somehow not bright and colorful. <laughs> bright, so bright, bright and dark. <laughs> bright but dark. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's like, bright Souls. Bright Souls, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want because I really want to get into those games, but I just mm-hmm. the worlds just depress me so much, and I don't want to sink my time into them. And so mm-hmm. I feel like something that's just fun to look at, but also has that challenge to it. That that's like my perfect game. I feel like I'd like to see them do something like sort of bite sized, like similar to what we're talking about with sure, like, yeah. Dishonored, where like might be too much for some people to really dive in. And my experience with the Dark Souls games is basically limited to. to Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 just a little bit and then also with Neo and what ends up happening is I, I struggle for a little bit and then I get the hang of it I beat a boss and I feel like that's kind of enough for me like I don't I don't have much more in me to go like I get distracting to do something else so yeah. like I don't know like something like what Hitman did with like the episodic stuff would be cool but I don't oh, think that that's in their great. wheelhouse but yeah. I would love I would love that I feel like that's maybe the next step to try and get even more people in I know that that, that audience continues to grow um, but yeah. I love this. I love this idea of expanding beyond what we already expect from from software, and that's the worst name because yeah. it's hard to talk about. It. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I no release date for this cool. game, yeah. uh, and it's going to be multi-platform. Nice, yeah, nice, right? Seamus, what were you even saying? on the Switch? I was even just on the say, Switch. Like, <laughs> even on the Switch. Um, I was going to say, like, I really like the souls genre which is um what's just dubbed these days but i i really like it and i like that we're starting to see um well we have already over the last couple of years with games like lords of the fallen bloodborne yeah. uh seeing more diversity um in the themes but that similar genre and the surge that just came out from the same developers of right. the yeah. lords of fallen um and that's really cool and that's like cyberpunk but like junkyard and robotic and it's kind kind of neo it almost reminds me of uh that microsoft game um recore but with like recore. dark souls yeah recore. i i re- oh, i really wanted to play that it looks so my type of game but i just never go around to it, it looked really cool but no like something that's this genre but like cyberpunk and bright neon like yeah i'd be so down for that Nice. I like it. I, I def, I don't know enough about from whether or not, like, how many studios they've got going, if they go from, from one to the next, or if they're, they've mm-hmm. got two teams or anything like that. So, but I, we, we will dream. Um, I think we it's my dream. turn. I think it is my turn, guys. And we'll go to the fans. And what do I got next? I'm going to say Ubisoft, which have we all been saying Ubi? Has anybody said Ubi? Ubi? I say, I switch between the two Ubi. Yeah. I, I feel like I say I just... Ubisoft more. Ubiquitous software. We'll just call that, it by exactly. The <laughs> I, I'm doubling down on on Ubi. Uh, I'm going to say that they announce an EA Access type of subscription where you pay a monthly Ooh, fee good. or quarterly or yearly or whatever it is, probably annual, kind of like EA Access. Just and this idea just came from going to their website, scrolling through their their library, and going like. They have so much. And do. this, do. this generation and previous generations, their, their vault would be, would be massive. And I think that this is, uh, the other reason that I, I thought of this was 
they started talking about adjusting their their revenue models and and looking at just more dependable, reliable, and recurring, basically, uh, cash stream into into them. And a subscription model the smart fits into that. Update one now, Sean. <laughs> oh no. well, I don't know. Like, and this is the thing. Like, it's it's it makes sense for Ubisoft, I think, but I don't know that anybody's going to be very excited to hear about another subscription. I think Microsoft, yeah, maybe just hit like the the cap for everybody where people can be excited about Game Pass. I think one more is just going to be like that might be again. A really, like, somebody's got to figure out a way to yeah. to bundle them together. Like, there's got to be a it's way. The for Netflix. It. Yes, like for for Xbox to be able to offer, and I was almost going to predict this as well, but for them to say for like a value price, you get EA access, um, this Ubisoft one, maybe uh, gold, Xbox Live Gold and Game Pass or something. Like somebody's got to figure out a way to make this actually like make sense for the consumer because it's kind of getting a little crazy. And I think everybody would agree with that. No, I think yeah. that's a really good point and a really good prediction because I've been thinking, like, this is really where games are going to go. And EA Access is awesome. Like, it's such a good service. It's a really good price. Like, games like FIFA come out not that long after the game actually comes out. And it's, it, like, with people buying more and more digitally, like, it just makes sense. Um, yeah. I've been thinking this with Activision, with Call of Duty for ages. Like, they need to just have a Call of Duty app like a platform where there's just all the Call of Duty games and you play a, pay like a monthly fee and then you can just play them all. And I'll, play, and I'll be so down for that. I'll go back to Black Ops. You could just jump between the campaigns and stuff and have it all in one place. Like I think this is where games are going to be heading in the since we leave physical, which is going to happen, which is kind of sad because yeah. I'm old school. I like to still get the physical editions of games. But <laughs> no, I think this is totally where games is going. And I think Ubisoft really have the catalog of games like you said Sean to be able to do it so yeah I think that's a really smart prediction why why, well that it doesn't happen often so I I spent way too much time thinking about predictions that worked out too long ago so uh we'll go we'll go to the fans and then back to me so next one is Josh Stapleton what's up Josh at cred underscore 81 uh holy crap this one is too long to even see in my in my (laughs) thing here holy okay double click EA announces the triumphant return of EA Sports Big, and they proceed to show a oh. teaser trailer with multiple EA Sports Big titles, including SSX, NBA Street, and NFL Street. Microsoft EA Access members will get first I like that access. a lot. It was, this oh, is Josh, right? Josh Stapleton, man. Genius. Yeah. That is a canon of a prediction. I love that. That's so so, cool. so good. Also, 13,000 different parts to it, so probably partial <laughs> points, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, Bethesda announces new Wolfenstein game coming in early 2018. I like the sounds of that. I also like where we are with um, predictions now. We can't just say coming this fall, coming this holiday. Like, we're all over the place. Games are coming out all the time, and I freaking love it. His next one, uh, Bethesda expands relationship with Nintendo by making Fallout New Vegas remastered on the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Mrs. Guru and Mrs. So Bobby Paul's (laughs) wife and my wife lose their minds. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we will we will track their reaction as part of your points oh that would be God, pretty these, cool these are like novels i'm so proud of you josh <laughs> uh, okay splinter cell is in the works but don't expect it anytime soon coming 2019 as it is in the series and expanding its horizons by going open world sam will be once again voiced by the iconic michael ironside and in his new adventure sam will be given choices of which missions he decides to take on those choices will lead to non-linear narrative where multiple storylines can be told based on the choices you make in the game i'm out of breath this is Josh, incredible you just, like copy the press release do you have access to something that we don't <laughs> 
<laughs> That's awesome. And I almost made the same prediction, Josh's fifth one is Ubisoft is giving Prince of Persia the Lara Croft treatment and a reboot is in the work teaser trailer only. Ooh. Ooh. Prince of Persia has a lot of cachet, man. Like it people does. really remember the like the Sands of Time especially very fondly. Chelsea is one of Chelsea's favorite games ever, which I think is like just awesome. Like let's be real. Uh, so yeah, that's that is that. So I guess I'm next. Um, this is I don't know. Th- you guys probably know something that will shut this down immediately. But I think that after the whole Mighty Number no. Nine nonsense and where uh, th- we're promised the new Mega Man that but didn't really get it, I think Capcom is going to save us. I think Capcom is going to give us a brand new Mega Man. I think really? I'm just going to call it. And I, this is also a, there's there's a game called Twenty XX and it is a, a Mega Man ripoff. I'm just going to go ahead and say that Capcom announces. Mega Man 20XX, and people will flip the F out, and I can't wait. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah like, I, think we're, I think it's time for a great Mega Man, a new, a great new Mega Man game. Mm. I think Not a bad new Mega Man game, a, a, a good yeah. new Mega Man game. <laughs> Do you think it'll be more clarify. classic, like a uh, classic Mega Man or Mega Man X type of gameplay going? Why not both? Yeah, like it's... I, this is why I don't make games because I actually don't even know what <laughs> I want. Cause I could definitely see them. Cause I, well, I just look at like Wolfenstein, what we talked about with Bethesda and the way that they, they took the DNA and just updated it to, to modern gameplay. I feel like maybe that is what was missing with, with Mighty Number no. Nine. Like it, it basically was Mega Man. Like I don't, I don't, and I don't know Mega, the intricacies of Mega Man enough to know like exactly what was missing from Mighty Number no. Nine. All I know is yeah. that when I played it, it wasn't fun. And so I'm not sure if if a 2D is is what we need or like kind of the old school style, maybe. But I I just feel like Capcom can put a little bit of they can win back a lot of fans. They they've been doing a very good yeah. job referring back to their their previous the kind of their going back to their library lately. And I just think something new. I I'm not answering this question very well. What do you I, guys I, think? No, it's okay. I feel like if they do something similar to what Sega are doing with Sonic right now, because this is a new Sonic like old school game that's coming and that's very traditional to the first couple Sonic games but they're also doing the new Sonic game which I can't remember the name for now that's like the third person one that actually looks really cool and like you get to create your own characters and stuff like that I was like that if they do something similar to that where it's like they do like a sort of retro throwback classic one so it appeals to a certain subset of fans but then I think it'd be really ballsy if they did like a third person action Mega Man game (laughs) like like cover base kind of thing like Gears of War Um, no, I think like <laughs> going back to more like what you were saying and like the core of what Mega Man is, it is fast, quick movement. So something that's like um I guess something more similar to like Neo Automata or um wow, Recall, okay. where there's lots of platforming, mm-hmm. uh collecting, uh getting new abilities to access areas, um, that type of thing. I think that'd be really cool. And I think mm-hmm. like if they do it right and set the theme well and keep those core elements that we've been talking about that Bethesda have done with Doom and Wolfenstein, like I think it could be really popular and really fun. So Definitely. that'd be well, the the Metroid elements of like gaining a power and then being able to go back. Like it's basically it's not really in terms of like gaining access to new areas, but it's being able to defeat the various bosses. Like there's a very mm. particular order. So yeah, in a 3D world, that would be cool. And, and when you mentioned platforming, Recore is what what I mentioned. I think that that is one of the things that that game got did very very well. So very cool, Alex. You're up next, dude. What do you All right, mean? round this four. This is for a game that's already announced. We already know about it, but I want to say that EA is going to announce that Galactic Conquest mode is coming to Star Wars Battlefront 2. 
and we're also getting full on space battles. Um, and so you just I stole I, my prediction. Did I? Oh, so that sorry. was my next one. <laughs> I thought they already uh, uh, announced that though with Star Wars Battlefront too, that there was gonna be like Star Wars proper battles and that there was gonna be a conquest mode. Not a galactic conquest mode. I think there I was definitely. Conquest, I think they. I think they mentioned something about space battles. I don't know about the conquest mode. Seamus is fact checking. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> I, I think you're. I think definitely space battles have been announced. I feel like they. Yeah, I think you're right. After I the first right. one, they're like, next one we'll get it. But maybe I don't think conquest mode has. If if not, we'll trim off the space. What? Is, okay, I actually don't even know what that is. What's galactic conquest mode? So it was essentially this mode back in Star Wars Battlefront Two, the the first two, the first, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where it was almost like a board game where you are. Uh, controlling like a fleet of people, you're going around the the galaxy, and you are these individual battles. You're getting like wins for them. And at the end of the campaign, if you have more wins than the enemy, essentially you win. Um, so it's just a, a it's a it's like a fan favorite mode. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of in place of a proper campaign, um, but yeah, Galactic Conquest mode is awesome. Yeah, that would I be was, cool. I, they- I was obsessed with Galactic yeah. Conquest <laughs> and Star Wars Battlefront two. That was that was just what I played, and I played it with my friend split screen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically what Alex said, it, it's a bunch of just you know planets all around, and is from the Star Wars. So you got Coruscant, you got uh, Naboo, and everything like that. And once you, the enemy ship and your ship like meet up with each other, you do a space battle over that planet. And so I, I love these type of battles because you have to look at key points and hurt them in that certain way in order to get your troops yep. over across the line. And so it's kind of like Battlefront, but just without the multiplayer, actually. It was all AI back in Battlefront mm. 2. Um, yep. And it, it was really cool. It was very fantastic. Yeah, I've got on Steam. I've been playing it just recently, and it's still fun. Um starting to get a bit dated, the game mechanics. Yeah, are, sure. but like, yeah, if, yeah. If the gameplay is as good as Star Wars Battlefront 1... New uh, <laughs> and it will be. It'll be even better. Really nice graphics on the Switch. Uh, um, it'd be yeah, it'd be cool. By the way, space battles have been announced, but okay, yeah, but no, not Galactic like, Conquest mode. I don't think so. Awesome. Okay, that is my prediction. Then take off the space battles. Okay, well, that's why I wanted to make sure I understood what Galactic Conquest mode was because I felt like there was there was something in addition to just the space battles. So, Garrett, is this pretty much a carbon copy of your number four? And and that like was it actually number four in your list? It, I was gonna say it next, but I I'll, I'll take it out. I have another prediction for you. I got nice. some backup. You, you're allowed because if you guys get it right, then you then. But no, it's, no, it's okay. It's okay. Right. I want I want to go different on this one. You're gonna regret <laughs> um, it. I'm sorry, I saw your thunder. No, it's okay. I would. It would be wonderful anyways if Galactic Conquest got announced. Anyways, uh, <laughs> have you guys heard that Digital Devolver is having an E3 press conference? I yes. thought yes. that was interesting, and I thought a little bit about that. Okay, and... can I preface it a little bit? Um, a, a segment of it, about 15 to 20 minutes to start mm-hmm. will just be bullshit, and them just talking crap <laughs> and just doing silly it's gonna shit. Be it's going to be Yeah, it's exactly. going to be wacky. Yeah. I, I technically work for devolver so i'm involved in sort of the pr a little bit in australia oh, okay. at least awesome awesome so so he's gonna I... shut off his video so we can't see a reaction <laughs> <laughs> uh from that conference i think hotline miami 3 will be announced um and it will come out probably 2018 next year it's we're gonna have just a sneak peek trailer it's gonna be similar to hotline miami one and two and I say it's going to be out on 
PC, Xbox One, PS4, PS Vita, and the Nintendo Switch. I think they will be daredevil enough to put it on the Nintendo Switch, even though it's more of a, you know, it's Nintendo, it's a kitty-ish console. But now we're having Switches. I think Nintendo's trying to be a little bit more edgy with their stuff. I think they'll have, like, a parental guidance behind it and everything, make sure that kids don't actually see it at all. But it would be interesting to have Hotline Miami 3 on Nintendo Switch because that would be even, excellent. Even though I will play on Switch, it better still come to Vita. Like I yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> Vita was amazing, man. Like, oh, Hotline man. Miami 1 and 2... Yeah, on Vita, uh, it was so good. And the touchscreen, like auto aim stuff, I I used that a lot. And I didn't even know oh, it did really? that. Yeah, yeah. You, you touch on this. Yeah, yeah, you tap, tap on, on the, the screen. You tap on no. a person, and it auto aims to that person, even though it's off screen. Yeah. yeah. It's really cool. Would you want it to be more like Hotline Miami One, where it's like just core gameplay and sort of a bit of story leading you on, or more like Hotline Miami Two, where there's a lot more story? Because I still haven't played Hotline Miami 2, but I've had a lot of friends who are like, uh, it wasn't as good because it was so much more story-focused and more like sort of story events rather than just, here's a level, here's some new enemies, just go for it. You know, I haven't played Hotline Miami 2 either. Um, I only played the first one, so I would, I, if, if what your friends are saying it's more story and events, I wouldn't necessarily like that. I just want the core gameplay to be in there. Maybe a slightly you know, a good story in there. Maybe not as gruesome, but they have to make it gruesome for Hotline yeah, Miami. That's, so. just what it, that's just what yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, that's what I'm predicting. Hey, Gary, did you say that. spring 2018? I say 2018 in general. Oh, okay. I just, just year 2018. Perfect. And it's coming to everything. If you play games, it's coming to your device. It's coming to a gaming exactly. device near you. Except for a Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360, but not yeah, Wii U. Yeah, exactly. Definitely not the Wii U. It, they have, like, all the logos, and the Wii U's just got a big X through it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Definitely not the Wii U. I, I love it. I'm so glad that you mentioned Digital Devolver, because I saw that they were going to have a conference, and I, like, they're just, they have so many games. Like, they just, it seems like they publish everything. So I didn't even know yeah. where to start with them. So I'm glad, I'm glad we got a shout out for them. Seamus, you're up, dude. Oh, okay. Um,. This one I know, Greg, so there was some news that came out a month or so ago about Spider-Man coming later this year. And I remember watching Greg's reaction on Carphone just being like, no, never going to happen. And do you know what? I think it bloody well is. I think it's going to be November this year. E3, they're going to be like, release date, more gameplay. Um, because the thing is, if you look at, because uh, I think this isn't some X main project at the moment, and they've got a reasonable sized team, and what we saw in that sort of gameplay cinematic trailer, like, it looked really good, it looked like a lot of the mechanics have been sorted out already, we haven't seen any story, but I think that's a lot of what they'll be showing at E3 this year, but it's a very similar timeline to what Sunset Overdrive was, like, mm-hmm. really, really similar if you look back to where it was, to when it was announced, and then when it came out, and everything, so I think Spider-Man, November this year. I need to open this up, I need to... Mm-hmm. To, let's let's start Garrett. Do you consider this third party? This is hard um, because Insomniac does both exclusive to Xbox and PlayStation, and they already said it's exclusive to PlayStation. But is it exclusive? Exclusive? Or is it <laughs> yeah, it's 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 on the, it's in the conference. It's coming to PS4 only. I I mean, it's up to you. Sean, uh, I, I'm wishy-washy I, I on preference. it. Alex, where, yeah. where do you sit, man? I think everybody's kind of like, Seamus, come on. 
I think it's timed. <laughs> I think it's similar to Tomb Raider, and it's timed. And a year later, it will come to Xbox One because Marvel's like we okay. like month. If you say that in your prediction, I will accept it. Yeah, I'll too. say that. I'll say that in my prediction. All right, that, that it's a timed time. exclusive, and then it goes multi. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll we'll keep this tally on probably another year or so, Sean. And so yeah. when when it's finally timed exclusive, yeah. We'll, so if, if Seamus we'll, we'll wins by a point, point, yeah, and then exactly. we have to take away that point, we will have a dishonorable <laughs> discrowning. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Alex? I just want to make sure we get from everybody here, just because I think this is a this is a questionable, maybe even controversial to be on this show, but I, I think I might allow it. What do you think, Alex? If he, if he, listen, if we're, if we're just going with his original prediction, I would say no matter what, minus five points to whatever, you know, it's totally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but since definitely. he's adding that, the fact that it's going to become multi-platform, I think that, that, that allows it to be in this, this show. Yeah. I and think it shows good. up on the Nintendo spotlight. Yeah. You know, we'll just keep piling on. This <laughs> it's also I, partially produced by Devolver for some reason. <laughs> I, I think I think uh, if it becomes multi-platform. I will allow it. That's his prediction. Oh my goodness, that is hilarious. Okay, let's see. We've got. Um, is this the last time we're doing the fans? No, we got we got one more. So we'll do Alejandro Buendia uh, at Alejandro Gaudet. I'm just making sure. Yeah, it's time for fan time. All right. So um, Activision. I feel like we haven't really talked too much about Activision. Mm-hmm. Activision and, and Nintendo will announce a partnership for the for a new thirst. First slash third person Metroid game. Does I guess that means that's crazy. Hang on, I'm just like understanding what the heck this is. It's a new Metroid game that is first and third person game. It's uh maybe developed by somebody, one of the Activision developers. That is crazy. Don't even know how to talk about it. That's that's how crazy that is. Uh, he says all of EA games will have a Nintendo Switch logo, including Battlefront. Very bold. Uh, especially after seeing that list of games, I think it was like in an earnings call or something for EA, they listed the games and it was like FIFA 2018, Madden 2018, NHL 2018, and then FIFA for Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So it mm-hmm. looks like it's a very specifically developed game for, for Switch there. Uh, this one I gotta, I gotta double click. Let's see. It says Bethesda will have announced Wolfenstein and Evil Within as Nintendo Switch exclusives. I like that. You know, that's bold. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to win if you're saying the same thing as everybody else. Then the internet will go on the explored and mole men will take over the world. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Alejandro is doing my mode of predictions, which is, you guys swing for the fences. Uh, Prediction number four. Bethesda will announce Doom 2, uh, releasing on October 27th to all consoles. That's a little bit more uh, probably realistic. I like the October 27th, and I'm going to include Switch and the Wii U, because you didn't say not the Wii U. Uh, Ubisoft will announce The Crew 2 <laughs> with special Mario Kart DLC coming to Nintendo Switch. Watch Dogs, the movie, will have a release date in 2020. New Assassin's Creed and Mario Odyssey will have a crossover, meaning that they take place in the same game universe. Guys, this I really crazy. enjoyed the drugs that we're taking before these predictions. This is, this is so much fun. Seamus, is it what? your turn? Uh, did you yes, because it goes so. back to me. You just did the Spider-Man the thing. So yeah, yeah. so um, let's hear your Microsoft time exclusive prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tossing up between like a really safe one or I don't know. I feel like they're both definites. Um, I was gonna say Smash Bros. Mm. Port pretty much remaster whatever announced for Switch coming like first quarter 2018 because. At the moment, next year is looking. Throw it out. Have like a, That's uh, definitely not allowed. Yeah. 
that, that's, that's, that's the thing, though. <laughs> that's that's fight, though. It's like I keep thinking too much. Um, but Microsoft. Uh, see, I'm thinking another. See, this is just another exclusive. I'm thinking of like a first party new IP. So that's two Microsoft. I don't know. Give me. Let's okay. go we'll, come, we'll come back to you. We'll go to Garrett. Come back. You, come back. Okay. Go- I'm just Google something. First party. Maybe you can steal one of Alejandro. Maybe we'll just assign you the one that Alejandro says that. Uh, which one was it? The where the mole men take over. Their, yeah, that's that's your <laughs> that's your fifth one. We'll come back to party. you. No problem. We'll come back to you, Garrett. What's up, man? What do you got? All right. Here's my last one. It's it's going to be Bethesda again, and I. I I ask myself, why does Bethesda Game Studios, why do they want to remaster some uh, Skyrim on the Switch? Oh, snap. Why do they want to do that? Um, they definitely need a palate cleanser. Fallout 4 was not um, as good as I hoped it would be. I played everything. I got all the trophies and DLC and everything. It, was, it, it wasn't as good as 3 or New Vegas, I would say. And so I think they can't go back to Elder Scrolls, so I'm going to say that Todd Howard, at the end, he's like, we have one more thing to show you. And they're going to tease a new IP that's, um, I don't know exactly, it's going to be a Western RPG, because that's what what they do. But it's going to be releasing on Xbox One, PS4, but it will be focused around the Nintendo Switch. I think they would be very it, it would be very awesome if they could do something uh really cool with a western rpg like on a handheld very in a new ip as well i i would definitely buy a day one so that is i love the sounds of this yeah i wonder if it would be a one more thing type of thing but i i love the idea because he was very public about his his impressions on the switch he talked about how it was mm-hmm. the most impressive demo he's ever mm-hmm. seen and i don't know if he's just like fluffing nintendo's right pantaloons i don't know what like i feel like that i don't know if he would do that or not like i feel like his he realizes his name means a lot these days he's and he's throwing it at vr he's throwing it at scorpio he's also throwing it at um at the switch as well so it's it'll be interesting to see where they end up but definitely like it would be great for this for the switch because right now they've got zelda which is great and they've got a lot of first party stuff but they're in this like maybe this this period right before splatoon and arms come out where Mm-hmm. It's a lot of indie stuff, like where the Vita kind of ended up. They need something big, and I think Bethesda could be the ones ones to do that. So that would be very exciting, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, and, you know, a new Elder Scrolls game, it would be fantastic. It's just if they did the same type of cycle and development and improvement, just like from Fallout 3 to Fallout 4, it, I don't know if I can give them a pass again on that because mm. Fallout 4, I, I, it left a sour taste to me, and that's just my personal opinion. What, what specifically, like... If there is a couple of things where you yeah, they were can... trying new ways, like like the yeah. settlements and the and the factions and everything. Um, they really the the story. I don't want to get into it. It was not good. It I was agree very, with you. It was I think not it was just good too at all. Unfocused. They were just trying to right. shove as many mechanics and features into a game with a base building with uh, modding weapons, all that type of stuff. Oh, really cool ideas by themselves, but like checking it all together, I feel like it really lost a bit of focus for Fallout. I think it's still a really good game, but it's just like, we have really high expectations for Bethesda That's Softworks, true. and they have said, in regards to Elder Scrolls, they're not going to work on one for a couple of years, they're going to do something new, and to do my prediction, I think it's similar to Garrett's, but mm. not on the Nintendo Switch focus, because the fi- like it's 
even though the Switch is great, I think it's an awesome console, and I've come around to it so much. Like, it's hard to compete to over 80, maybe even over 90 million consoles with PlayStation 4 and Xbox One that's already out there, compared to about 3, 4 million Switches. Like, I think they will announce um, a brand new IP. It'll be new Western RPG, like you're saying as well, but it won't have that Switch focus. Uh, It might come to Switch, but it'll be much, like, downgraded graphical version, but it'll be, like, mainstay console, PlayStation 4, Xbox so you're not saying uh, it's going to be announced for Nintendo Switch? Is that pretty much the difference? I feel like they might. I feel like there'll still be to... Switch version, but it will just be very downgraded compared to consoles. Because I feel like they'll be utilizing PlayStation 4 Pro and they'll be utilizing Scorpio for this next title. Right. I, I was thinking it would be like Switch focus in a sense of it will also be on Switch because they are making Skyrim um, or, or remastering Skyrim on the Switch, and I think. They're just training. They're prepping up um, what they could do with Nintendo Switch, and they have That's a good point. Um, they have a great support of Unreal Engine four now, and so and I'm sure that they can easily now port some good open world games in there. I think Bethesda has has the uh, the pedigree to do that as well. Yeah, I I hope so. I just feel like with their next title and with like I'm sure Microsoft will be really pushing for stuff with Scorpio, and same with Sony with PlayStation 4 Pro. I feel like this is just going to be, like, a really big title graphically as well for Bethesda, like, really pushing mm-hmm. uh, engine-wise. And, I'd like, I don't know exactly what the specific specs are for the Nintendo Switch and what it can and can't run. And the thing is, Skyrim did come out in 2011, and I feel like Bethesda's yeah. come a bit away since then. I feel like this is just going to be a real bu- big technical push, but I feel like there will be a downgraded version for Switch in some I way. I think the, the big game, the big announcement that Bethesda has for the Switch is that Fallout Shelter will now be available on, <laughs> oh, no. on the Switch. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, no. I don't need way... my phone anymore. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Move all the mobile games onto Switch. Alex, what do you got for your, your fifth? Do you want it, like, do you think Bethesda, we'll just mark you down for Bethesda new IP Western. Maybe, maybe they'll do a <laughs> Japanese style role-playing game. That's cool. There we go. So What's your last one, dude? My last one, it's a big one. At the okay. PC gaming show, Valve will announce that this October, Left 4 Dead 3 will be announced, will be released. Ooh, I like that. Dude. Like, yeah. If that happened, that would that would just make waves. Do I think it's gonna happen? No, but this is this is my prediction. This is my dream. Left so here's 3, what I October. love most about this one is that what you really wanted to say was Half-Life 3. Half-Life 3. <laughs> but you know that's not going to happen. And so this at least just gives you a little glimmer of hope that, yes, indeed, Valve has not locked all their game developers away in a cage. They've let them yeah. loose. They're programming. They're making games again. That is the little, like, crack in the door that we'd want to just slam open. We would all yep. buy it because, you know, we want to support the developer. You know, yeah. the, the, the starving Valve developers. You know and what we want, great. but we'll buy this. <laughs> That'd be huge. Yeah. What's your what's your story with with Left 4 Dead, man? I had such a great time. All I really yeah, need yeah. is the same game, just thirty or sixty frames, because it yep. runs basically. If you look mm. back at the 360 games, did I don't think was it on PlayStation? I feel like it was only Xbox and PC. Uh, I, I think it remember. eventually came to PlayStation. Eventually. Man, it ran like Mario Kart on 64, dude. Like, I, yes. it was just really <laughs> bad. It's still, yeah, fun. I've actually <laughs> gone back to those games on the Xbox One with backwards compatibility. And uh, they play a lot better. Um, but yeah, I, I loved the first two. Um, I thought Left 4 Dead 2 was the best one when they when they brought in the versus mode. I'm a big multiplayer guy, if you can't tell. Um, but I, I think that was it was a great mix of co-op and competitive, uh, the versus mm-hmm. mode. 
And so, you know, I, I would love to see Left 4 Dead 3. Um, I know Turtle Rock may evolve. Uh, it would be great to see them come back to to for a third mm. Left 4 Dead. But we'll see. Nice. I like it a lot. I, I'm not confident, but, you know, this is I'm putting this out into the world, hoping that it happens. All okay, I would, would say about that is is that 2K does publishing for turtle now so yeah so that's a separate thing um but i think that's really cool and i think with like zombie games even though a lot of people like oh too much zombies it's like man there are so many good zombie games right now like dying light was one of my favorite co-op games ever i saved decay too that's coming very soon that's gonna be co-op as well um and then a left for dead free for valve because it'd be nice if valve actually like made a new game and not just like um updating dota (laughs) <laughs> and like CSGO, maybe even the CSGO, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, I think zombie games are like have been really awesome so far and like co-op has been really popular for them. So yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see them go back to that sort of more traditional game model, like just selling you a, a, a game in that way because you're right, like Dota and all these other things have been like CSGO, a little different, a little bit more yep. PC oriented. So to, yep. to satisfy the, the uh, console audience in that way. Garrett, did you did you play those games, man? Uh, I played very little of them. Yeah. Um, if only I would play with my friends. But I remember when I played with my friends, it was fun. It was very you fun. You shot them in the back of the head. Yeah, I just shot them and, and there yeah, you it's go. Just, <laughs> it's just fun. It's just really, it really is. fun. I would and, really like to see like the number of zombies that they had in those games was, was crazy. So it would be great for them to do the same with the number of teammates that you had. Like for them to just do like this, <laughs> like this 24 oh, player, like you're just, you're just like this village. <laughs> that's been overcome with zombies you're like we gotta we gotta go and maybe so there's even like decay. maybe there's like there's there's 24 players but there's 23 guns and like one person doesn't get a gun <laughs> that's amazing and then they, they tie that into the verse mode cruel, and the village man, slowly Sean. gets overtaken by zombies it's zombie musical no. chairs <laughs> makes me think of um player unknown battlegrounds which i'm sure you guys have all heard of as being really successful there's been some people doing um a mode or mixing up themselves where they do like 10 15 people are playing as normal humans and then 85 people play as zombies and have don't really have weapons they just like chase after them not wearing any clothes and just hitting them and making noises into their mics like (laughs) and stuff like that and it was like it was really cool and that was really fun and that's like that type of thing you're talking about sean of like multiple players big zombie open world um type of thing i think that'd be cool i think that'd be a lot of fun guys i should just be like I really wish that all this nonsense I'm spouting out after your predictions, I should just make it my predictions because my last one is not. <laughs> my last one sucks, dude. This I'm gonna actually I'm gonna double down, and I don't know if this even I'm gonna basically take um like what Seamus did with the Square Enix thing and kind of do two games into one. I'm gonna say that Bethesda is gonna announce that the Evil Within Two is coming out. It will be called the Evilist. It will <laughs> it will release on Halloween. <laughs> yep, and. And Fallout New Vegas too. They'll, oh. they'll announce that as well. Dang, but okay. I don't know that when I don't know when that would come out. I think that they're just gonna say it's it's in the works. I think it's too soon for that. But I think specifically New Vegas, and I also think that they're gonna um, take a step away from the the settlement building. I think it'll be like a yeah. pure kind of Fallout, and just so that they're different, because like the setting was different enough from from the. Fallout 3 and then New Vegas, and people were, were okay with that. But I think 
that wouldn't really work this time around. I think they they that people are asking for, and especially the the purest uh, Fallout fans are looking for a little bit more of that that succinct kind of experience. So not uh, a but, remaster or anything of the original Fallout New Vegas, just a new Fallout game. I think so, but man, even, though, even as I'm saying this, a lot of people oh. really like that settlement building. So, but maybe, I, I do. maybe I the mainline stuff is. Of it. Yeah, my wife did too. <laughs> like, and I, I didn't get attacked. Once. I can't understand that. I don't, I don't know. It's so hard too. And I'm such a, like, I got like OCD and I couldn't make everything square up. My walls were all over the place. I needed a level. <laughs> Nothing was, it, it just wasn't good. So I need to add this to my, to my list that, that I'm yeah. adding on in New Vegas too. Yeah. Um, that sort of does it. We're going to get one last one from the fans and, uh, Ricardo into the abyss, uh, into underscore the abyss seven. And I, sorry, I messed that up again. Into underscore the underscore abyss seven. Ricardo says Capcom will have three major exclusive games for Sony press conference. De- oh, and he specifies them. Uh, Devil wow. May Cry 5, Onimusha oh, reboot, wow. and Mega Man reboot. So, Ricardo, you and I on that Mega Man kick. Uh, he says, I'm Square sorry, were you- those all first party games, Sean? <laughs> no. Well, he says for the Sony press conference, Devil May, yeah, you may, I don't know. I think that counts though. <laughs> yeah. Dang it, Seamus, yes. <laughs> I'm just carrying on to the next one. You, you know, punching <laughs> holes. Well, we'll, let, we'll leave a comment. I don't even know where you leave a comment. Square Enix has a time exclusive Marvel Guardians of the Galaxy game with Microsoft that will try to rival Sony. These are all exclusives. They will try to rival Sony's Spider-Man <laughs> PS4 game. Well, See, I'm not the only one. The wheels are coming off. Uh, Platinum Games partnering with Square Enix and will unveil a new IP at Sony's press conference. So again, third party. Let's see. EA. I got to double click on this one. EA. We'll give a timed exclusive to Microsoft, so it's allowed, in the new Dragon Age game to help boost the Xbox Scorpio console. The timed exclusive will be six months to a year deal. And finally, Bandai Namco will make a new IP RPG related to exclusive to Sony. So a whole bunch of first-party stuff. That's okay. <laughs> to, to wrap things off, it, it validates pretty much everything that Seamus said today. So that's great. Yeah, good. I'm yeah. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I have to say, I never know what to expect when we do third-party stuff, but this was so much fun. Thank you to all of you for uh, for joining me and be, for for every single one of you coming so prepared with all of your predictions. Except uh, we'll start with Seamus. <laughs> Tell everybody once again, where can people find you on the internet and scream at you for, for what you said? Well, I said how wrong I am. Um, you can follow me <laughs> or just like, you don't even have to follow me. You can just tweet at me angry things on Twitter at Seamus <laughs> right Mullins. Yeah. Uh, Seamus, S-E-A-M-U-S Mullins. Um, I'm also on Instagram. If you want to just see me doing derpy things around Australia, you know, mix it up. Um, and I'm press.com.au. I do, I try to cover the Australian industry, but I'll be doing a lot of E3 coverage leading up and maybe a bit of coverage of the conferences as well. Yes. Yeah, so you can find me there. Very cool, man. Thanks for doing this. And Garrett, where can people find you all over the internet? Just follow me on Twitter at Blant725. <laughs> I like I that you just tweeted now. at me angry things. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically. At me. I appreciate yeah, pretty that. much. Just follow me on Twitter. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not much anywhere else. So I love it. Well, I need to get you on more shows because I really enjoyed uh, hearing your perspective on things, dude. It's been awesome to have Me you too. back on. Uh, and Alex, Alex Van Aken. Yes, uh, you can find me on Twitter at it's Van Aken, I-T-S-V-A-N-A-K-E-N. And I'm on OKBeast.com and the Pixel Pulse Radio Podcast. I love it. We'll have to try and arrange for some sort of reactions where we can tally everything up. I hope I can get hey all three of you guys back. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, that that fun. would be, that would be great. Um, follow me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery Capri, like the pants. Follow the website, <laughs> We the Nerdy, the show, We the Gamer Cast. Uh, what else? Jo- join the Facebook group. It's over on Facebook. Just search for We the Nerdy Fan Group. Otherwise, this is episode 85 of We the Gamer Cast. It's now in your ears. Thank you again for listening. I'll be back next week for a typical show. We're done the predictions, so we'll do a real life We the Gamer Cast. Uh, so now it's time for, do you guys want to scream it? Do, can we all do this together? Well, it's time for Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!